Hi, my name's Kaya, and welcome to my podcast, Making the Bed. Hello, and welcome to my very first episode. Happy October. It's literally the best month of the year. And so what better month to start this podcast? If you know me, I love Halloween, probably more than Christmas, truthfully. Christmas is a close second, don't get me wrong, but I just love Halloween. I don't know what it is. It's like the spookiness and the decorations and it just is so nostalgic for me. I think my mom really set the bar when it came to holidays and Halloween just in my mind was the best. Christmas, like I said, is a close second. There's like a warmth about it, but Halloween just feeds my soul. So like I said, what better month than to start this podcast? I really have been wanting to do this for a while now, but I just kept telling myself like, I need to do this when I've gone through my hard thing and I can be like, this is how I got through it. And so can you, you know, I'm not really actually the best at advice. So I don't really know what I was thinking with that mindset, but whatever. I ended up having this realization that I I don't think I'm getting through my hard time anytime soon. So if I keep thinking like that, I'm never going to make this podcast. And so I realized I just need to go for it now. I need to make this podcast maybe more so in the middle of my journey. And my life looks so different than what I had in my mind growing up. You know, I'm 26 and I just thought I was going to be like this career driven woman, really successful in that career. Um, Truthfully, I thought I'd be like married with three kids by now. I know, kind of crazy concept, but I really thought that. Um, And you know what? My life does not look like that at all. Little backstory on me about a year and a half ago. I, I was on my way to that life. I felt so successful in my career. I was still kind of at the beginning of it, but I really felt like I was on the path to being super successful. I was a year out of hair school. And so I had like almost a full clientele. I even had an assistant of my own. And so I just loved it. I loved what I was doing. I was working about five days a week and I just, I love, love, loved it. I took so much pride in what I did and what I created that It just was such a fulfilling job. You know, when you have like those moments of like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be and I'm doing it. That was the moment I was having. And I just loved my life. Like I loved everything I was doing. And one night, it just kind of took me by surprise. I was sitting in my living room and I had like a splitting headache. Different from the headaches I had had before. It literally felt like a pinpoint needle in my head and I felt it split across and I remember even having the thought like this is what a what I think a brain aneurysm would feel like like it was just so distinct and instantly my eyes went blurry and I was like that was weird I couldn't focus them at all and so I told my roommate Darby I was like something's kind of off and then I started to feel really lightheaded so I was confused on that end and then all of a sudden my speech started to slur And so we did what we knew to do. We called our moms. Well, I guess we called my mom. And because you know what? At 26, why not still call your mom? Moms know everything. Literally everything. At what point will I know that? Like know what to do? Is it when you have like your first kid? Do you just like hit a certain age and you know it? I would love to have that by now. 
Yeah, I want that. When does that, if that could take place for me, that would be great. Anyways, so we called my mom and she knew exactly what to do. She said, Kaya, smile. And when I smiled, my whole left side was like completely numb. So we called 911 and EMTs got there. They sent me to the hospital, got to the hospital, and they instantly called stroke. And that was quite an experience, I will say. Over like the last two years, that was definitely one of the more traumatic moments. I remember just being almost like completely paralyzed. I couldn't talk. I couldn't really see. I couldn't move my body at all. And I remember I had all these doctors like leaning over my gurney. And I remember one of them saying, she's only 24. Like she, she's so young to be having a stroke. And I remember I just had like these tears. Sorry, I'm probably going to cry. I cry a lot these days. And so if I cry on this podcast, just know it's okay. I do it a lot. It's just the way I find myself expressing my feelings a lot. I just feel like life is just really hard. And it's okay that I kind of have this sadness like right under. Yeah, uh, I would say probably like an underlying sadness that I could I could probably cry at any moment's notice, you know, (laughs) it just happens. And that's okay. I think it's okay to kind of have like those moments in life where it's just really hard. And if you cry, it's okay. It doesn't mean that anything's wrong with you. It just is a phase and like it's come on, it'll pass through and you don't need to be upset with yourself for crying a lot and having kind of tears just right under the surface level. Anyways, that was a side note just something I've learned over the last year. So anyways, back to my story. I just remember kind of having like these tears go down like the side of my face. And I just remember thinking, I am 24. I'm having a stroke and my life will never be the same. We did all the testing and turns out it wasn't a stroke. But when I did say that my life will never be the same, that did ring true. I, they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. So they just sent me home with a referral to the neurologist. And 24 hours later, I had the same kind of episode. So I went back to the ER. They told me they couldn't do anything for me. And so that kind of was the beginning of what would take place over the next year and a half. I started having these episodes where my eyes would go blurry. I would lose the ability to talk. And then I would kind of go in this sleep-like state where my body tenses up really badly. And the only word they could really come up with was seizure. So I've had that word attached to these episodes for the last year and a half. And it's been hard. It's not really been completely diagnosed. I've gone to literally a million doctors. Um, That's not true, probably like six or seven. And none of them really can figure out what's going on. Actually, my most recent doctor, I feel like this is the one that's kind of put words to what's going on and it has felt really really good. I've really been needing this. But yeah, that's that's kind of what's happened. I went from working about 5 days a week to then 4, then 3, then 2, and then 1, and I'm actually in a spot right now where I only work never. I don't even know why I said only. I'm not working right now. My body just is really, (laughs) I wanted to say hates me, but I'm really trying to talk more positively. It is not the best, you know, it is just really, it's really hard. I, I have these episodes about once a week right now, and it has just completely changed my life. I went from 
I feel like being super energetic, really being able to do anything I want, to laying in my bed a lot. And the reason I lay down a lot, well, actually, what's taken place as well over the last year and a half, I have tried out so many different medications that have not been great, okay? The first medication I took was Keppra, and that one made me feel high as a kite. And that's like the standard seizure med. And so that one was kind of fun because I'd never done drugs or anything like that. So I was like, wow, is this what it feels like to be high? I remember there was one day I was just so giggly and like felt like I was living my best life. I ran into my friends at the gym and I was just, (laughs) yep, I was just a goner. It was just, I had no idea what was going on. And so that one was fun until a few more like side effects happened and then it was really not fun. And so they took me off that immediately. Then I went on to another medication that just, I couldn't talk. It gave me such bad foggy brain that I I couldn't think of words. I couldn't talk in complete sentences. And so they took me off that one as well. I then went to a hormone specialist that put me on like a supplement treatment. And that one was great. It got my hormones balanced, which the reason I went to a hormone specialist is if you didn't know this, your adrenal glands can cause seizures if it's not like balanced. So the more you know. But yeah, my adrenals were great. And Yeah, my hormones were like super balanced, but my episodes still kept taking place. So I moved on to the next one. My mom really wanted me to go to this holistic doctor. It was kind of like the cure-all doctor, which I have had great experiences with holistic doctors in the past. This one just wasn't one of those. They did some like really painful testing. They weren't really listening to what I was saying. And then they put me on a medication that literally had me in bed for 30 days straight. You know when you have the flu and your body is just in so much pain you can't even like get out of bed? That's what I had. And it was just awful. And at this point, I wasn't working as much. I was having to reschedule clients a lot because I would wake up and have an episode and then just be wrecked all day. And so it was so hard to be going through that and kind of watching my career like slip out of my hands. And then to be on a medication that was like adding to that. I remember there was one day I couldn't even sit up. I was in so much pain. And of course, that was the day I had like a full day of clients. So the medications on top of the episodes, I feel like just really wore me down emotionally and mentally. This is when the crying started. I'll be honest. I just started to cry all the time because I felt like the one thing that was supposed to help me was actually causing more sadness in my life. It was causing more harm. It was making my life harder than I felt like it needed to be. And so it just felt like such a losing battle. I just was having such a hard time. So that has been my last year and a half. I feel like my body has slowly given out on me. And that is where my feeling of like lack of success has really stemmed from. You know, I feel like I'm really not doing a lot with my life right now. I am just sitting around so I don't have a seizure. And when I try to do things and accomplish things, I sleep the whole next day or I have a really big seizure um, more than one a week. And it is really interesting. I know that a lot of people have it worse. I'm really grateful that I'm still able to like use my body and um, be somewhat active. It's just really frustrating when there's so much I want to do that my body doesn't allow me to do. And so this is where this podcast kind of came into play. I, if you know me, 
I am a huge music person and not just like any kind of music, sad girl music. Okay. My parents make fun of me religiously. My dad, especially if I try to play it in the car, they're like, Kaya, turn it off. Too depressing. But I love it. Okay. I love it. Love it. Love it. I feel like those are the songs that I'm able to relate to the most and not because I'm sad all the time. Okay. That's just a bonus. I, (laughs) I just love the way people like write feelings into lyrics and I'm able to relate to it so well. And I feel like when you listen to something that perfectly explains what you're going through, I just feel seen and I feel heard and I love it. So Olivia Rodrigo, she put out this song called, can you guess it? Making the Bed. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I'm so original by naming this podcast that, but there's a reason why. This song, I was listening to it and can you believe it? I start crying listening to it. That's so crazy. Um, But I just related to it so much. So here's some of the lyrics. It says, I got the things I wanted. It's just not what I imagined. Sometimes I feel like I don't want to be where I am push away all the people who know me the best, but it's me who's been making the bed. I'm so tired of being the girl that I am. Every good thing has turned into something I dread, and I'm playing the victim so well in my head, but it's me who's been making the bed. Wow, I just felt so seen. You know, I felt like I don't want to necessarily be where I am right now. I don't love who I am, what I'm doing during my day. It's not what I want for my life. But at the end of the day, it really is me no matter if my body dictates that or not. I am the one that is controlling my mental side of things, how I'm looking at the situation, how I'm looking at my day, at how successful it is, how happy I was, or, you know, it just really rang true. So I really took that and just thought, you know, Like I said, at the end of the day, I'm the one who's making my bed. I'm the one who's lying in it. Whether or not my body allows me to do the things I want, I'm the one who gets to control how I look at that. And I want to look at it positively. I want to look at it with pride. And I don't want to be frustrated with myself anymore. I don't want to feel like I'm not living the life I want to live. And that's really hard when like your body doesn't allow you to do everything you want. But I know there are things I can do throughout my week to make it just feel a little bit more successful. And that is what I'm hoping to accomplish. This is so cliche, but I've really been, (laughs) this is so just funny. I've really been wanting to make my bed comfier. You know, I lay in it a lot just because like my physical bed, you guys, like my actual bed in my bedroom, not like the what we've been talking about anyways what's that phrase figure of speech that's also another thing with my head my head doesn't really I have a really bad memory now and also my words are not the best I can't really remember phrases very well so if I see you and I like can't remember your name please know I'm talking like this like everyone I know is going to listen to this anyways I'm so glad if you are um but if I see you and I don't remember your name please know it's not because I like hate you. It's just because my head hates me and I forget things so quickly because my dumb little head. Just kidding. We're not going to talk like that because of my cute little head. It's just so lovely. Fake it till we make it. Okay. So 
What was I saying? Oh, my bed. I have really been wanting a comfy bed for a long time. And since I spend so much time in it, I've really been thinking about it. I have been on a tight budget just because I'm not working right now. And so I felt like it wasn't really an expense that I could justify. But you guys, yesterday I was at Target and they were having a sale for Circle members. And am I a Circle member? No, but my mom is. So I called her up and I said, hey, can I get your discount? She was like, yes. So you guys, I got to make my bed comfier. I put a down mattress pad on it on top of my other mattress pad. I know, crazy concept. And then I put a new duvet cover in my comforter. No, I put a new comforter in my duvet cover. Head stuff. This is what I'm talking about. Okay, I put a new duvet in my comforter. So now there's two duvets in my comforter. I saw this thing on TikTok. It makes it feel more fluffy and more like a hotel. And you guys, I slept like a baby last night, okay? It was incredible. I felt like I was sleeping on a cloud. And those are the kind of things that I'm talking about, okay? It's the little changes that make a big difference, right? And you know what? I went to bed last night feeling so successful, like I had accomplished something that I really wanted to. And I'm not saying that you have to change your bed, literally, to make the little changes in your life. I think that's definitely like one of those things. I think self-care is really important. And if there's something in your day that you're having to deal with every single day, whether it be your bed or... I actually don't know. I don't really know what I'm talking about right now. But this is what I mean when I'm like, come along this journey with me. So. Ever since I was a little girl, I guess I would say since I was like 12, I've always said this phrase like, I want to live so many different lives. Like I always pictured myself living in New York, like in a big city and somehow working in like the fashion industry. I mean, did anybody like watch The Hills growing up? Because that was my dream. But also the spinoff show, The City with Whitney, that even more so was my dream. Loved Whitney. Here's a real question. Lauren or Whitney, which one was the better person? I think they were like equally incredible. And also, if you don't know what I'm talking about, watch the show. It's on Netflix, okay? And it's incredible. And it's just like peak 2000s reality TV. And I'm obsessed with it. Anyways, so that was one of the lives I wanted to live was like working in the fashion industry in New York. I just thought that'd be so, so, so fun. Another life I wanted to live was live in a van on the beach. I feel like I'd be so content that way. You know, I just would love it and feel like everyday life was exactly what I wanted. Um, Living on a farm, that is not one of the lives I want to live. I don't even know why I said that. I, nope, not for me. Next, okay, hosting dinner parties. I feel like I see it on TikTok all the time. These girls who just put together the most elaborate dinner parties, but it's still within the means of their own home. And I... Love that. I want that for my life. I've hosted maybe like three or four in the past, and it brings me such joy. I really, I really love that. Was the food great? Probably not. One of the times the steak was so overdone, and it's a joke to this day about that. But you know what? The table looked beautiful, and there were really pretty place settings. That's one of the dreams, you know? And I. There's so many just like little things that I think, you know, if I had more money or if I lived here or if I had this achievement, then I could do those things. Then I could live that life. But you know what? I don't have any of those things. And actually, at this point, I have less than what I had two years ago. So while I can't live every life I want to, I would love to incorporate different aspects 
of those lives into the life I'm living. So that even though I don't move to New York, I can still feel like I'm living my best fashion life or I'm still getting the down-to-earth beach life that I want. Maybe hosting a dinner party this next month or call it the power of the Barbie movie. That thing changed my life, okay? And something that I walked away feeling from that movie was I want to have not stronger female friendships because I feel like I have really good friendships when it comes to females, but I want to put more effort into it. I feel like my health has really limited me when it comes to effort with my friendships. And I'll be honest, I feel like I've kind of let some of them go just because I cannot keep up with it. Even a text, it's really hard for me. I am not great at texting. Anyone who knows me knows that. My uh, biggest hater when it comes to how bad I am at texting, my dad. He always, always, always says something about it. And I know, okay, I feel guilty. You don't have to say it. I'm just, it takes a lot of energy to respond to a text, like a lot of mental energy. And I wish I wasn't like that, but I am. Anyways, I, going back to the Barbie movie, I want to make my female friendship stronger and put more effort into it. And I feel like there's little things I could do throughout my day to, or even just like once a week to accomplish that. And so those are some of like the little goals I have. I just want to start incorporating that into my life so that when I'm laying on the couch all day, I don't feel like I have wasted my day. Like I said, call it divine inspiration. I feel like there's power in numbers and in community. And if we can do that together, I would love that. I think that'd be so fun. And we could kind of, I don't know, report on it come back together, maybe have like a new challenge every week. That's what I'm kind of hoping for. Like, this is what I'm hoping for. And this is how we'll accomplish it. And I just want to feel a little bit more successful in my day to day. And I feel like because I can't do too much, this is how I'm going to do it. And it's going to be great. (laughs) You know, I feel like we tend to like have quite a routine when it comes to life. The day to day can kind of seem a little mundane and a little ordinary and a little, don't hate me, boring. And so let's try to make it a little bit more exciting. So with that being said, I feel like the challenge for this week can be find something in the place you spend the most time. Maybe it's work, maybe it's your home, maybe it's your bedroom, maybe even it's your car and find something that you can kind of improve just a little bit to bring you just a little bit more peace. Maybe it's something you've been thinking about for a while and maybe it's something you haven't even thought about. Maybe it's buying yourself a little bouquet of fresh flowers and putting them on your bedside table or buying a new candle or just literally any little thing just to improve just the slightest the place that you spend a lot of time in. Hopefully it brings us just a little bit more peace and makes us feel a little bit more successful at the end of our day. I would love to hear feedback, what your guys' plans are to accomplish this challenge. And so I created an Instagram just for that. It's called Making the Bed Podcast. I'd love if you could follow it because on there, I will probably be posting prompts in my stories that you can respond to. And in those responses is where you could submit what you're planning on doing. I will also probably be putting prompts for what's to come in podcasts, and then you can respond to that as well. Um, I'm still kind of trying to figure it out. I do know I want to do like 
one funny submission episode a month. I think laughter is really, really good for the soul. And so I think it'd be funny to like submit some funny stories um, within the realms of like whatever the prompt is that month. So yeah, please follow that so you can stay up to date in that end. Thanks so much for joining in. Thanks for listening to me and my story. I'm so, like I said in my last little episode, so excited to see where this takes us. Thanks for making the bed with me today. Love you guys so much. See you next week. Bye.